This is this was Ryan's favorite beer, so PBR. Yeah. <laughs> I know it used to be popular. I was never really a fan, but Jake gave me one at Trout Camp, and never had one. It's not bad. Like a Bush Light and a Coors Light mixed together. It's not Yeah, it almost got has a good Coors Light aftertaste to it, maybe. Maybe. It's a Milwaukee beer, eighteen forty-four. Almost has a Labatt taste to it. Yeah, I can kind of feel that vibe. But she's an American beer made in Milwaukee. Hmm. Wisconsin. 18 cans for 1249. Rapaholics podcast. Welcome. Yeah, this is episode 25. Wow. Yeah. A milestone. I'm getting there. I'm going to drink a PBR for 25. <laughs> <laughs> Gas prices are getting getting the, best. getting the best of us. We got to cheapen up on some of our, our products here. Yeah. Our beer. But, uh, yeah, Rapaholics podcast, and uh, we'll talk about anything that goes Brap. And, yeah. I actually thought of a funny sticker for my quad on the way here. Yeah. Well, so my quad, L three Predator five hundred. We're gonna call it the Godfather's. It's gonna be just a sticker squad. Yep. So it'll be good. It'll be a good sticker quad. I thought of a sticker to put on there. Does your cyber quad go brap? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Kind of by the tailpipe. Yeah. Can your cyber quad do this? Brap. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be funny, and I can see it happening. People with these. You know, the future is going to be electric. People will be putting exhaust sounding sounds mods. on them. Yeah, sounding yeah. mods so they sound loud. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. I was like the other meme I shared. Me and the boys uh, pretending gas prices aren't rising and it's got the Titanic and all the guys putting oh, yeah. violin and the Titanic sinking. Yep. Pretending gas prices aren't <laughs> skyrocketing. Anyways, I'm your host, Jesse, and I'm here with my best friend and co-host, Wyatt. Hi, everybody. So, we appreciate you for listening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we had some stuff to talk about, and uh, well, last week, we, you know, we did some riding. It's kind of our first side-by-side ride with a big group of us, anyways, of the of the season, and had a good time. That was a blast. Yeah. I keep re-watching the mud hole hit. <laughs> that was a good hit. That was... Awesome. If you guys haven't, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Brapaholic, and um, in the trail riding video, there's a section in there where Wyatt hits this mud hole hard. Or in the clutch video. You need to put it in the end of the clutch video. I did video. put it in the end of the clutch video, just as a little teaser. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was I, a good hit. Yeah, Cole described that the best. That thing does not hydroplane. <laughs> no, it, it does not. It just dives. It nose-dived. Oh, just... That was awesome. And being like a a short snout, it just like hits down hard. And yeah. then it just creates this tidal wave up in the air. <laughs> it was no joke. It was a 20-foot wave. Yeah. Why well, I thought I was kidding. And I, th- <laughs> no. I thought you were exaggerating it. I think you're exaggerating on the low end. It might be a 30-foot wave. <laughs> you measured from the bottom of the mud hole where the water was at and where it peaked. It yeah. might be close to 30 feet. 
<laughs> 20 feet above the machine. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we, um... I, I thought it was funny, too, that Cole told Valerie, you're going to want to turn around and watch this. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I put mirrors in our the side-by-side now so Brianna can actually see behind us. See because me. if you're behind us... You need to do something stupid. She, she needs to be able to see something. See ya, yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe I can do something stupid and something else someday. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so while we're so, so we uh, went to the Leota Trail System, um, which is uh, about forty-five minute drive from here from us. And, awesome uh, trails, though. Yeah, good trails. They connect with the St. Helen and Houghton Lake trails, and um, I think if you go even more east, to connect to some other trails. I'm not sure though. Kind of gotta look at our map. Uh, a friend of mine that. Watches all of our stuff now. New subscriber um, at work. Cool. He's got the four-seater general on top. Oh, about. yeah, yeah. He uh, kind of lives over that way. He's like within his house or 10 miles of just trails everywhere. Really? So we we're kind of in your neck of the woods in Leota. Oh. So. Cool. Yeah. He's like, Let's oh, I'm going to gonna have to watch that video because I was telling him about the mud hole I hit. <laughs> so I'm going to have to watch that. And while we were, um, I guess we'll just get into it. Um, so I had a wheel bearing go out during the ride. Six miles in. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I noticed, uh, if you watched the was it clutch video. Yeah. I heard the some click. Yeah. I wonder if maybe that's what was clicking when I heard or yeah. felt. I think it was. And I think it, and it might have been a rock that got jammed in there, but the wheel bearing's obviously bad too. So, yeah. but either way, it don't matter. Um. I thought it was something else on the razor. wasn't really sure. Yeah, five miles, six miles into the ride, and I was like, something ain't right. And uh, the rear right wheel bearing went out, and uh, so we just kind of played it by ear. We went to a player's dealership in Oakland Lake <laughs> to see if they could fix it. And of course, funny. player's dealership doesn't have any parts whatsoever. Apparently, they were out. Apparently, they had nothing there. Well, the dealership was a good stop for lunch too yeah so got some lunch and next thing i know white sitting in a used 2020 krx yeah the scrub and cole were uh talking it up it's a good unit goodbye you drove it well you drove my grandpa's like yeah, once or briefly. something briefly yeah we did some b-roll footage and i think when we did the trail is this a good trail yeah yeah drove it a little bit but I don't know. I'm I'm pretty. I'm pretty set on getting either a Razor or a Can-Am Maverick or X3. But anyways, while we were at the dealership, <laughs> my wife's like, "I really gotta go to the bathroom. You wanna come in with me?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah, I can go pee." I'm just like, "Uh oh." So <laughs> I walk in there and I get done going, and I'm just standing around waiting for her, looking at these expensive ass boats I know I can't afford. <laughs> And uh guy comes up to me, is there anything I can help you with? I'm like, Well, you know, seeing as how you ask, how many miles are on that twenty twenty KRX out there? It's like, oh, I'll have to go look. So I come over and take a seat and I'm like, Eh from the mud hole I'm still soaked. I'm we, like, I'll just stand. We were filthy. <laughs> it was a I dusty mean, day and yeah. why it was extra filthy. <laughs> extra filthy. That's a good way to put it. It's just downright nasty looking, but uh so he's like, oh, yeah, it's got 840 miles on it and, like, 70-something hours. I'm like, all right. Um, 
He's like, would you be trading something? He looked at me like, would you be trading something in? <laughs> I said, yeah, I, I got a Can-Am Defender. And he's like, is it here? And he's like, <laughs> eyeing me up and down. I'm like, yeah, it's out there. And at this time, my wife comes back. <laughs> and she's like, just kind of roll. Well, you walked through Yep. while I was talking to him. And you're I, like, oh, I, here we yeah, go. I walked through. I was like, of course, she's talking to a dealer. <laughs> a salesman. <laughs> Dripping wet still. <laughs> then my wife comes back. And she's like, I can't leave you alone anywhere. I'm like, well, you did drag me in here. <laughs> so they came out and were looking at it. Looked it over. And, I mean, it is just downright, like, dirt, mud covered, com- soaked. They, yeah. they asked me, what color is it? Stealth black? <laughs> I, about, I about lost it at that point. Like, no, it's camo. <laughs> Couldn't see any color on that. It was pitch black. Like, like all the bumpers were just tan. Everything was tan. Like, mud and these, color. These mud holes were, like, muck. Muck black. Yeah. They was, these weren't just water. Like, sandy water. And then it was so dusty, too. So, once you get your machine completely wet, and the dust, the dust sticks to it. To it so. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're like, all right, well, we'll be back out. You guys, uh, there's like five of you out here or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Had a little conversation. They went back in. All right. Ate some more lunch. You guys laughed and said, you can't take me anywhere. It showed up in a Can-Am. Yep. live in a Kawasaki. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me either. And, I mean, if it was just me, I might have done it. I don't know. It <laughs> probably would. hard saying. They did, they gave you the best Deal, they gave me of, the best deal, yeah. Out of all the other dealers. Yeah, well, that one down in Grand Rapids, I think they, when we were negotiating, they came up to fourteen five. Oh. But, um, yeah, they gave me the best trade-in offer. Covered in mud. <laughs> yeah, just, it was like, covered in mud even. Like, yeah, just absolutely filthy, which I thought was funny. I, yeah. I get a kick out of it. Is this black? Like, yeah. Yes, it's black. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Does that make it worth more? Is camo worth more or black? <laughs> I think the camo was worth more. That's what they told me when I bought it. And they said it's worth like well, $300 it's more. It's worth more to buy it. Resale value, I don't know. They said it holds about $300 more or okay. a color. It could, yeah. But okay. Just, I don't know. I, I like color. Too, yeah. But camo get... hides dirt and scratches and shit It like does. That. You just got to find the right person that wants the camo. Which around here, I mean, pe- yeah. easy to it's pretty easy to find, especially being a utility machine. Yeah, I really like. Oh, you get a lot of blue hunkers. though. Yeah, that that blue is sharp. That's what Amy's. Even is. even like uh, the razor blues are sharp. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if I like didn't get like let's say I bought a black side by side because that seems like a very popular color that everywhere gets in. I mean, if you paint it blue, even you're the roll yeah, cage black, blue. you can. Paint, paint it or change it to how you, you painted all the uh, control arms and A arms and roll cage blue on a black machine. That probably looked pretty it sick. It would. But anyways, uh, yeah. So they they offered me a good deal and they're like, well, if you change your mind, we're open till five. If you get to St. Helen and want to put a deposit down, we'll take the deposit and hold it for you. And yeah, I didn't I didn't do any of that, but. Yeah. My wife <clears throat> did give me the green light while we were out riding to get a two-seater sport buggy. There you go. So, this get... time I'm not going to screw around. I'm going to get I'm gonna get probably at least a 1,000. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if it's not a 1,000, it's going to be a 900 with a turbo. But, I'm, I don't know. Like, 
grinding Tyler's and driving yours. I mean, if that was mine, because I was conservative, because it wasn't my toy. <laughs> I don't know. Turbo might get me into some literal trouble. Uh, both of them will. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like the turbo just got that much more power. It might be bad news for me. It just... It very well could It be. just gets up to speed a little faster. Yeah. Power-wise, it's about the same. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like, I always, I'm my fallback, I just love the way the XP-1000 look. I, uh, I like... But if I'm going to get a uh, turbo, I'd get a K- an X3. Yeah. I, for finally, I've finally driven an XP turbo enough. I mean, I've got 100 miles on one now, and uh, just kind of comparing, I mean, my Razor... It was, it's a little, my Razor, the one I have now, um, for trail riding, it was more comfortable. It's a totally different unit than what your X3 was though too, because it's got lift in it and big tires. Yeah, right, so my, the Razor ain't stock, it, well, I mean, other than, it has big tires on it, it's got 32 inch tires, which makes it a more comfier ride on the trails. Yeah, and the washboards, it'd be more comfortable. And, just the Razor in general, I believe it's better on the trails, handling-wise and just comfortability-wise. But when it came down to it, I like the X3, though, a little better. Just the way, personally, I just like, I don't know, the the way it's... I, I like the way the X3 sits a little bit better. Buckets. Bucket seats are down kinda, lower. The way I always looked at it and felt like it and described it, the Razors sit kind of like a truck, and the X3 yeah. sit like a sports car. Yeah. Your center of gravity just feels like it's lower, so you feel like you can corner faster in it. You just, you get that faster feel. Yeah. And, and that that's just my opinion. Yeah. The haters will come out. Yeah. But when I, f- and it's probably not like, a, it's just the way I feel, but when I sit in the X3, I feel safer in it. It feels more stable for some well, reason. Well, your turbo is not stable to begin with. Well, that is some of it, but. I've driven my dad's enough to, and, and Brock's. I mean, I, I know how they're supposed to feel, and I know yeah. mine ain't. But not, and that's not what I'm talking about. It's just the way it handles, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to describe. I just feel better in the X3, just all around. I had a better experience in the X3 so far. So so I still plan on getting the X3. I, I plan on selling this one, and I think the next side-by-side, it's going to be the one I want I'm for now. You know, yeah. So I plan on getting the next three again. Well, and also like with me, so like you're just ride all the time, but eventually I plan on plowing my driveway with mine and right hauling dead deer out to what. Like I still want an all-purpose one, but it's gonna be a pure sport. Yeah. So like looking at the X3, the box is not really ideal. It's not. I wouldn't even call it a box. It's just a rear end. Yeah, and it's like four foot off the ground. So yeah, gonna, it's high. Gonna throw a two hundred pound deer back there. Chest level. And I've never seen anybody plow with an extra yet, so I might be one no. of the first if I got one of those. So I've also been looking at the. Uh, I don't. Know, I think they're just called Maverick Trails. Maverick Trail Sport. I think probably. Maverick, Maverick Trail Sport. I think is the sixty inch one. They got a one thousand R. That's a hundred horsepower. So I don't know if they have a sixty-four inch Maverick, do they? It's the X three. That's what I thought. Yeah, because the other ones to the performance yeah. class is sixty-four. Yeah, because they're all uh, uh, like A arms setups in the yeah. rear. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't I I don't know why they don't go wider and an A arm set up in the rear to sixty four. Is I I mean I I'm guessing it's more of a I know it's it's a comfort it's a better longer suspension travel. Yeah. With the trailing arm system and it's that's probably why. And you can get wider that way too. Yeah. I, that's my probably guess. more stability would be my guess because it seems like a lot of the sixty inch stops at right around a hundred horsepower too. Yeah. Once you get over a hundred, probably they give you another four inches of stance. And yeah, I don't know. Well, they make another sticker. Stance will make her dance. <laughs> With the razor roar, <laughs> will make her. I don't know. It's going somewhere with that. Yeah, it'll come to you. <laughs> it always does. But. Yeah, so that's, that's, otherwise, the whole trails, other than the wheel bearing, riding the Razor, I had a great time, Brianna loved it, she likes the Razor better than the X3, but, I like, I like the comfortability, the way that, yeah, so I like the interior of the Razor better, I think, but I like the drivability, and the power of of the X3, putting the power down, I like that better. Yeah. And so I like the drivetrain better on the X3. But I like the visibility out of the cab on the Razor. Yeah. Oh, I, I would agree with that. <clears throat> you, Definitely. The X3 is hard to see when you're backing up and shit like that. Yeah. The Razor, you can there's, see what you're there's doing. There's a reason why the X3s come with rear-view mirrors. Do stock. they come with them? They come with mirror oh, stock. Because you can't see behind you. No, you can't. You're basically sitting on the wheel. Yep. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. As far as driving something big, though, I'm kind of used to that. So I could probably hop in almost anything right now. And yeah. be fine. Yeah. But another big thing on the KRX, why I'm kind of steering away from that, was 68 inches wide. I don't know if I could cross Lincoln Bridge at 68 you can. inches. You can. It's tight, but you can. Rubbing on both sides on the wheels? Uh, it's No, you're not rubbing, but it's tight. You definitely got to line her yeah. up before you just send it. Because we did it last year, and my grandpa did it a year before. and we, So we knew. And I my, my x-ray was 68 inches wide last year with the wheel space. Oh, okay. And we, we crossed it. It's tight. But okay. it's doable. Right. It's not you're not rubbing tires, so it's barely barely fits. But you cannot go any wider than sixty eight. Okay. It won't fit. That might be why they stopped at sixty eight. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So yeah, seventy two inch machine will not fit down there. Nope. I can tell you a fifty inch razor with a S rim on one side will fit across a fifty inch bridge, even though you're like fifty two inches wide. That was rubbing. That was at Leota. Oh. So we had to cross the river to go ride to 50. <laughs> that was fun. Was, well, you've done that trail already, but... All those corners are banked. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we could go over and ride those. I'm good at anything, but if we have never done the ones over in Luther, then... I have never done those. I was looking on the map. Lincoln, Tin Cup, and Little Manistee are all marked with miles. Mm-hmm. And the little O is not. It doesn't say how many miles it is. Probably because it's just, it's probably not marked very well. I don't know. I'm guessing it's probably 40 mile stretch. Yeah, it looked like it was like two and a half Lincoln Hills. That's what all the loops, man, all the loops seem to be 20 to 40 miles usually. I don't yeah. think they've gone any longer than that. Yeah, the the big loop was 46 miles. 
Little okay. Man, the Little Manistee Loop was 46 miles. Lincoln's 21. I think Tin Cup was like 20 or 22. Mm-hmm. And then this looked like maybe Link, Lincoln and Tin Cup put together. So no, I could do... If you ride Tin Cup hard, you can get that done in 20 minutes easy on a quad. I'm down for whatever. We but, could ride that and then pull over to Lincoln and ride Lincoln. And yeah, pull we can over do. And, we can do them all. They're all they're all within a close range of driving distance. Yeah. So we can do the 50 inch trail, see how we like it. Maybe do it again. I don't know, and then hit Tin Cup or something and whatever. Because yeah. I don't want to just ride one trail and then go home. I want to spend a couple hours yeah. there and ride. So I'm down for whatever. Just if if we do go, if the yeah. weather's good. I mean it. Yeah, today it wasn't supposed to rain at all, and it, it did. So <laughs> it downpoured. We had flooding. It's Michigan spring. Yeah, which is good. We needed the rain bad anyways. Oh, yeah, my driveway. Your driveway's probably a mud hole now. <laughs> yes, it is. It went from being a cement, hardest cement to a mud hole. Yeah. So it's 54% chance. Oh, okay. High of 79. They, kept, they keep changing it. So who, it, anything can happen at this point. But I was going to drive the Defender over tonight, but the window is... Over. Oh yeah. I didn't want to deal with that. Driving so, over yeah. Here. I did the. So I went and borrowed Dustin's X3 today, and I sat in it for, for a review video and for a storage box. They sent me a nice storage box. Kimimoto did. Yeah, you can nice. keep it. I gave it to Dustin because mm. I don't have an X3, and he's let me use it, so I gave it to him. But, um, yeah, it was nice. Anyways, got in. I was like, yeah, this feels good. Drove that here. Did the review. And all of a sudden, I was like, damn, it's getting cold. I thought it was supposed to be like 80 degrees today. 64 out right now. Yeah. Well, anyways, the storm was rolling in, and I could feel the cold wind coming through. I was like, what is this? And look to the north. It is pitch black. Like, huh. What time? Well, it must have been around 10. It was, today. yeah, 10, today? 30, 11, 1130, yeah, around so there. Yeah, so thunder woke me up at 1030. Yeah. It was got, around then. I got up to pee, and it was kind of sprinkling at my house. Yeah. And then the thunder woke me up at 10.30. And then the, the downpour came around 11.30, noonish. So Yeah, and that done around 1. My cat's making a mess. I hate that. Anyways. Yeah. So I did that. I don't remember where I was going with this, but I drove the, drove the X3, and I like it. Now, I, I think I already com- commented about this, but his is definitely tuned and way faster about... It was way faster when we drag raced it, but when I got in it, I was like, man, I just don't feel a huge difference in what the power-wise, you know. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, when you drag race, it's a car length difference between my old well, one. pulling probably a lot of boost on you. Yeah. Well, it, he's got over 200 horsepower. By the way, on it, but... I could hear your, uh, when you were in front of me in the trails, yeah. not to get out of this, but I could hear your uh, whoosh. Yeah, it's, let out, it's, a, it's a loud whoosh. I th- I thought it sounds cool. good. Yeah, it's yeah. I got the tightest spring in it. It could, it has for the kit they gave me. Otherwise, um, it was losing boost while I was dry, just cruising, and it was just a constant hissing sound. But I fixed that. But so is is the looser springs made for like the dunes where you're just freaking romping on it and then nothing? Or? I don't know why you'd want. Honestly, I don't know why you'd or want a looser spring in it. Build boost because you boosted launches. Maybe it depends on what kind of tune you got because, um, what it's doing, all that waste, all the blow off valve does is just dumps all the excess boost you don't need. So yeah. you, you stomp on it, you want all that boost, and then you let go. 
you got all this boost in that charge tube, and if it's if it's getting if it's getting shoved in your motor while you don't need it, it's not good for it. So it's just dumping it out. So is your dad gonna get a boost? No, I doubt it. <laughs> I have to ask what he thinks about it. I'm sure he doesn't really like like it. He probably he usually keeps his stuff pretty stock. Yeah, he likes stuff stock. He's like, I don't want to mess with stuff. Eh, fair Maybe enough. That could be a sticker for him. <laughs> I'm the stock guy of the group. But yeah, <laughs> he is. The only thing I'm surprised he well, it's not like a visually sounding thing or anything. But the clutch kit, he loves that so far, which for well, he needed it. Though. He needed it because it fixes belt slippage thing. Um, <clears throat> do you know if the XP one thousands have that issue currently? The new ones, I have no idea. Mm. What I've I I learned this while I tore apart dads, but between from twenty twenty and twenty twenty one they they changed it to the pro XP the pro XP bed. clutch system, that's which also is a, a turbo. Yeah, well, I don't know if the XP one thousand did the same switch or not, hmm. but it's a different type of clutch. They were supposed to be better, but the way what people said in the forums and stuff is. Supplies are low, so they threw clutches off. They threw Walmart, parts. Walmart clearance section. Yeah, they threw parts onto this clutch that weren't really supposed to go on there. You know, parts from like a 900 clutch or something. And yeah. Changes your disengagement, changes your... Probably the, the way weights they, and shit like that. Changes the way they shift. So when we stomped on it and the high RPMs... It's free-spooled. It was, it was doing something where it was causing belt slippage. Bad. You had no power. That's, he let me drive it when he got it. He's like, take it for a ride. And I remember I was I was pretty ripped that day. So <laughs> yeah. I was going easy. But even when I was going easy, you could feel it. You give it some beans and it would just like you'd coast almost. Yeah. It just way better had now. Nothing. Yeah, it's way better. It holds it the whole way and it's way better now. Um, but yeah, my, my dad. I think, I think it's the K&M sticker that really helped that machine. It probably is. Yeah. I could see they I gave it. They gave it a little bit, at least twenty horsepower. Yeah, gave it twenty more horsepower and that much more reliability. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it. Yeah, I hope so. But uh, I don't know about the X threes, but the racers come with a stock blow valve already. Oh, they do. Yeah, oh, it just cool. they have it. Rather than getting exhausted into the air, that's where that's why you hear that shoosh noise. It's because it's just getting dumped in the air. While the stock, they have a tube that gets it, they when it gets dumped, it actually just goes back into the air box. Oh. So you don't hear the whoosh as much. So you could just pull the tube off. Pull the tube off and plug up the air the air tube because you have to plug up the mm-hmm. other side. But you'd hear it. Hmm. I don't know if the stock one is very loud or anything, but the reason that. You don't want it to exhaust in the air. Is that if you go underwater, you could potentially get water. Oh, pull so it if in. you go, t- which you wouldn't have, that. I might have that problem. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even <laughs> as, so, the, the blow valve is pretty high though. Like it's over the clutch clutch case. So if you're mm. over that mark, then you're in probably too deep in water, anyways, because your breather lines from the clutch or the um, diffs and stuff are at that same level on mm-hmm. these razors. So if you're oh. hi- if you're higher than the clutch case on a stock machine, you potentially can get water in your diffs. I think the fenders are built better than that. It could be. This is just razors, though, I'm talking. Because I, I, 
I bitched at when I was redoing the razor. I remember your snorkel kicks. They didn't snorkel the vent lines. No, they didn't snorkel anything other than the the air intake and the clutch box. They didn't snorkel the gas tank. They didn't snorkel the front or rear disc. I was thinking about that the other day when they snorkel job because they cut your frog skin cover thing. Yeah. I'm like, they could have just totally removed the frog skins and run the PVC into the... They could have. Tubes and not had them on there at all. It, but it would probably look stupid. I don't know. Their uh, chipmunk eight hole looked pretty stupid <laughs> to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The And Wyatt's a pretty good redneck here, and uh, he thought it looked stupid, too. Yeah. It was pretty dumb. Thanks, bud. I appreciate it. I'm a good redneck. I'll choose to that. <laughs> person that wants to zip tie and duct tape everything and, and my green slip sheet so I yeah. can give you a roof if you don't want it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd or rather watch, have no roof than a green one. Watching the uh KRX cut in you did on the uh video. Yeah. That back tire just like threw a bucket, five gallon bucket full of mud right on your wife. Oh yeah. And I laughed my ass off. I'm like, I can see why she'd be mad about that. You're like, That's she from was two not years impressed. ago. Did, did you ever watch that video from two years ago? It was I feel like I did, but probably did. It was a long time ago. Yeah. It was I've literally watched so many videos. It was two years ago and that was yeah, we were coming from Saint Helen and down to, I didn't know we were hitting the Leota trail system back then, but we that was a that was wet. That was the middle of June, two years ago, and uh, it was wet that that year. I think we, it wasn't that ride, but we went riding with you guys two years ago when we got our Defender, because we went when Ray went and your grandpa went. That was. They had their KRXs. That was in Luther. Which also, Brock's wrong. Uh, There wasn't a 2019 KRX model. I know. It's 2020. I know. I've I was done, right. I knew I've it. I've done the research on it. There's no 2020. I knew it. Yeah, model. they came out in 2019. But that's it's when, a 2020 model. Yeah, and that's yeah. Every the cars do that too and yeah. stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, cause I I was when I was doing some research on them, I'm like, Brock, there's there's no 2019 model. So. <laughs> yeah, he got it. I know. But I corrected him. Scrub. That's what he got his name. He thinks yeah. he knows everything. But he's just a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, she still, she still remembers that vividly. I told her you're gonna remember this for a while. You're gonna give me, keep giving me crap for it. It's okay. Rebecca remembers when I took her in the five seventy razor, and I knew we were just dating. I was engaged to her then. Uh, I knew I could hydroplane about ten to fifteen feet if I hit the mud holes at forty five <laughs> mile an hour. <laughs> And I hit this particular one at 40, so it wasn't oh, quite, and it was about a 15-foot hole, so we're about halfway across it, and, and the whole, the whole razor turns, see, it turn, it turns to the left, so the passenger is now, like, we're not completely sideways, but it's turned enough that when the right front tire went down, the passenger got completely soaked, so that was a, that was a Razor 570, it had no doors, it had door nets. <laughs> I had half a windshield. roof and a half windshield on it. <laughs> Passenger yeah. got completely sucked, which was Rebecca, and I had like three little quarter-sized droplets on my right leg. That's water. usually how it goes. And I, I was sitting, we were almost sitting in water. It was above the bottom of the, where the doors would be. And I drove out of it, and she was pissed. <laughs> but, hey, she married me still, so she knows yeah. I like hitting them mud holes. And that was... 
And that's why Bree got so wet, because when I got stuck, the back t- tires just threw the water straight up. I seen that, and it just... Well, we, had no ro- we had no roof. It was a brand new 2020 KRX. Brand new. had, like, 100 miles on it. Well, you said... What did you say something in the video? Well, I can't up... Grandpa can't up me or something? Yeah, so if you watch the old video, Grandpa... I went around this mud hole, because I didn't want to get Ray's machine dirty or stuff. Or were you in Ray's? Yeah, I was in Ray's buggy. Okay. I thought you were in your grandpa's. No. No. And, uh, anyways, so my grandpa, he was behind me in that particular shot, but earlier he went through a mud hole and he said, I just did one, I just did one you up or something. You can't beat me, what whatever. Yeah, I just went up to you. So anyways, hit the next mud hole. I was like, can't let him beat me. So my dad goes around and it's like, all right, I can do this. And, and when I left, Ray said, you know. Get this machine dirty. I want to see your muddy or whatever. I'm mm-hmm. sure he was just kind of joking, but yeah. I took I, it to heart. If someone tells me that, yeah. it's going to come at hey, He gave me permission. I was like, whatever. <laughs> I didn't mean to get it that bad because I didn't realize how deep this mud hole was. It was deep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyways, yeah, no, had no roof, so the water got thrown up in the air and came straight down on Bree. I didn't get hardly wet at all. <laughs> I, it was like it was like a five gallon bucket came yeah. from behind and just dumped right on her. It did. Oh, shoot me. My mom had it. For some reason, I couldn't find it years ago. I don't remember. But my mom had it on a video at one point, and it's kind of like yours. Not the front end splashed the water up, but the rear tire. The rear tires is what did it. Yeah. It was like 20 feet up in the air, and then that came down, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> Just a huge wave. And then and then, um, a Razor 1000 went through after we all made it through, finally. He did the same thing. Went same spot. He got stuck there. Shot water straight up in the air. Came down and on rooster him. rooster tails are impressive. Yeah. yeah. I think what that, that tree right there has roots going across, and that's what people are getting hung up on. So that's why if you stay away from it, you're fine. If you get, stay too close, you get well, stuck there. Even that mud hole I went through, if you watch the video over again, and I didn't realize it when we went through it, but that last hole I go you in, went my down. box like yeah. drops like a foot. And everyone's like, whoa, that's deep. I'm yeah. like, well, there's no water left in it. <laughs> so, yeah, you, it was deep. You went through the first one, and you went through the second one. You nosedived, and then your bottom end went down after that. It was the third one I went through, my bottom one. Oh, down. that was. So the first one I went through, and it was a little splash. And the second one I hit, and it was just that big wall of water. And then I really couldn't see anything, and I peeked around the corner to make sure I was still. Yeah, you were starting to go off to the side. Yeah, I didn't want to go in the trees. So then we hit the third one at like 20 miles an hour, I think. And that was the one where my bottom went boop. And I'm like, whoa, that was kind of neat. That was fun. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I, I love hitting the yeah. holes. The one thing that was fun that I liked about the 32-inch tires is that, well, your ground clearance is hot taller but he just seemed like he just crawled through all the mud holes just fine so i didn't go through the one that well at the time i wasn't driving when cole got stuck oh yeah didn't get stuck he just didn't go all the way through it that's where brock got stuck last year um i didn't go through that one on the way back home either but uh all the rest of them even the ones i sent hard when we come back home i kind of went through them but slow because i didn't want to clean my windshield none of them were at the bottom of my floorboards I think they're getting, from people hitting them, they're starting to get dry at the end of the yeah. day. But, yeah, they weren't that deep. No. 
Oh, uh, this time. Your bachelor party, they were deep. They were deep. Yeah, they were. When Brock hydroplane those couple, those yeah. were deep. Even though last year they were deep, but if we would have went 2020 during the wet time when we went, those were deep. Uh, so when we were riding, I don't remember where we were at. It was somewhere over there. Uh, this go around. There was a sign that said, caution, wet area. And it was just nothing but dust. I'm like, that would have been a good, like, oh, you're full of crap sign. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so dusty that only the the true mud holes are the ones that were left. It's so dry. That's funny. This weekend would be a good time to go and hit some mud over there. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it dries up already, especially how sandy it is over there. Hot but it is. Unless you hit some clay, clay areas that can hold the water. I'm hoping these 15 trails are okay. Yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think they get road as much, but those are designated 50 inch trails, so yeah. we'll see. I wonder if they're one way. I'd hope they'd I, be. I don't know. I doubt it. I know the Leota ones weren't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I doubt they are. That's one thing I've learned about Leota, and even St. Helen area, is that it's a different type of dirt. It's not really a sand over there. It's more of a it's a, more of a dark, loomy dirt or uh, almost clay in certain areas. That's why they have a lot of wet holes over there. Yeah. But when it's dry, that's why it's so dusty. Because if you go to other places that are sandy, it's not as dusty as Leota. So it's always been dusty when we go to Leota or St. Helen. It's always it, dusty. A little bit of wind helped, too. Because it was kind of, it's that dust that it goes up, and if there's no wind, it just kind of yeah. hovers. Oh, it's a... But it's a fine, definitely a fine dust. And even, I'm sure, I have to look at, I'm still going to compare my air filter and compare it at Brock's air filter because Brock has a particle separator. Okay. And we already looked at his. I haven't looked at mine yet. It seems like it did a great job. But Ooh. it didn't, it, it's still, you can still see some dust on his air filter. Does the particle separator make any noise? Like it the does. cold air intake would? Because when you throw one of those on your truck, it makes a whine noise. It whine. It's a because it's basically a centrifuge. Okay. So what it essentially? I don't know how it works. Would that work like but, a snorkel kit? Would it work with one? No. What is it like a snorkel kit? Uh, kind of. But only for your airbox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, they, it comes with kits. So Brock's right frog skin they actually mm -hmm. sent him a piece so it doesn't oh, look like okay. a cobbled up shithole <laughs> <clears throat> anyways the tube connects to that pipe and then to the thing and when you turn the key yeah you'll hear it wind up it's not terribly loud but it makes noise okay so, so. i was looking i'm like man that thing is freaking no i wonder if it made noise i would definitely when i get my machine i'm getting one because we i've repaired too many and enough engines to uh because of just air filters being well we do a good job cleaning ours now but back then we you know you just didn't know but i've done people's enough people's engines and just i hear a lot of bad stories and even on brock's razor we had to rebuild it because just bad air and, yeah. and whatnot well but i can it'll say s it'll save your engine for i can sure. say on my 570 for razor anyways i really neglected that air filter when I realized, because I had run a foam one, so I was like, yeah, it's fine, it's foam. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
when I went to go clean it, I didn't have any to clean. And I read online you can just use motor oil. So I cleaned it with motor oil, let it dry, and then threw it back in there. And <laughs> motor oil. I run it for like another <laughs> 2,000 miles oh. that way. Clean it with motor oil, huh? That's what it said. Because the shit you spray on it is like PG air filters. I don't know. They said if you use this motor oil, it works similar. Uh, Just don't use a lot, you know, like. What I would have done is. If I think you, I used like a quarter, maybe not even a quarter well, of a cup. If you have oil in. Okay, well, the oil isn't really there to clean it. The oil is there to help. Collect the dust. Collect more dust. Yeah. It's like a pre-filter, kind of. Yeah. So. I, I, admit, I didn't use much. I mean, yeah. it was. Probably like an eighth of a cup. I, mean, I could see. To measure I could it. see motor oil being a little bit air restrictive. Some of these oils that you spray on there, like I buy the good, I buy what they say is good stuff. But well, the PG, they PG say it's supposed to help air filter cleaner or something. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't remember what I get. I got it off Rocky Mountain, but they say it's supposed to help improve your flow, which I don't. I doubt it, but it's it's a thin, sticky oil. If yeah. you touch. If you touch the real stuff, it is sticky. It's like honey. Oh, yeah. It's just sticky. Sticky Well, shit. I think that's why they said, like, you know, motor order will be fine, which is what I used. Yeah. And it worked fine. I'm sure it worked. But when I went to go check it, when I was posting it for sale, my whole, like, and I'm bad about checking that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I got a good uni foam filter in it, and it's solid. We're good. Yeah, I don't really think to check my air filter. Now, I'm better now <laughs> yeah. than I was. Hey, you so. put a, you put a brand new one on your Defender. I so did. I gave you props on yeah. that. You probably didn't need to, to be honest. No, but. my old one's pretty good. I threw it in the box, and I think I threw that in the shop. I'm not really sure. Yeah. It's still, it'd be a good, decent backup. Yeah, just in case. But uh, that uni, when I pulled it off to check it, you could pull the foam part. It, was completely oh. separated from the actual yeah. mesh. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think that's supposed to do that. <laughs> so the guy right. I sold it to, I'm like, and I work with him, and he's a good guy. I'm like, you're going to want to order a new air filter for yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to keep it, I'd probably order one too, but I should have kept that. I had it yeah. paid for it. I don't run so uni on any of my stuff. Well, I shouldn't say that because our predators have uni on it, which they came stock. Um, I like I like the uni. It was it was well. I mean, I granted I beat the crap out of it. and I never really checked it. So when I did check it, it was two thousand miles deep on a foam air filter. Yeah, probably well past its replacing. Yeah, I'm anti. I'm very anti foam filter. I'm, I'm sure foam filters work good to an extent, but when it comes to very fine dust particles which is some of the dust that we ride here in the, here in Michigan, the foam filters just don't do a good enough job filtering it. So what? A, so paper filter, what I've learned from even in agriculture, because our tractors are in dusty shit too. Oh, dude, paper filters on tractors? You should see some of these air filters we take off our tractors. You take them out and literally just dust, dirt, just falls I, off of them. I know because... When I worked for that guy in Bitely doing his farm fields, we'd pull the do oil changes and pull the air filter, and I'm like, "Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Like you can't even tell it's paper, it's yeah. just black from dirt." And he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, we're still good. Go pull the air out with the air compressor." <laughs> All right, yeah. and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's it's still good. You can still see paper. Throw it back." In there. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, even Brock, he works at a tractor dealership, and he see, he sees neglected air filters on these tractors, but the paper, to an extent, but the paper filters do a great job at collecting the fine particles. The guy, the guy worked to go. for a couple times. I'm like, I'm losing power in the field. It's like, oh, pull over, turn it off, and pull the air filter out. You might need to beat it off on the tire. <laughs> Yep, I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's plugged, you might as well. Rep- you can, it's time to replace that filter. Yeah, but, no. that was a fun. I miss doing that. Yeah. That was fun work. Yeah, when this foam filter on the Predator, is if it's time to replace it, I'm gonna get a can and filter for it. And that yeah, way, I'm I'm so excited to rip my quad after you you fixed it, everything. It, it now. starts good. It, I got, I even started a I, I took it out of the garage because I needed some space and. Didn't even have to choke it. Just turn the key, fired right up. Like like when it was warm. Yeah. Like it just yeah, just fired fire right up. up. Just boom. It was like, hell yeah. So, yeah, mine, I don't know, I rebuilt mine. So, I think, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but recap. Um, so, White needed a new front end. So, I so I replaced all his bushings, bearings, and all that. Sound now. So, one thing we do need to do, keep an eye on, on your quad. I eyeballed the toe on it because I had to put oh, okay. so it's pretty close. I did test run. It's pretty close. I think it needs adjusted it a little bit more, but um, some I probably wouldn't notice. On when you're on the road, you're probably gonna notice it. When you're on the dirt, you won't notice it. Oh, so, so I might that notice. type of thing. Was it like a vibration when you're on the road? No, you're just no, not vibrating. It's just it's it wants to pull pull okay. a little bit to one way. I mean, I had that issue to begin with yeah, with my bad well, wheel bearings and shit. So yeah, there's one thing I'm gonna show you tomorrow. I I can't even explain it because you won't know what I'm talking about. But um, it's fine for now. I wouldn't touch it at this point. But uh, there's another part of the steering that we might want to replace at some point. Is it the knuckle? Um. So if the bar goes down. There's two. Like mini tie rod joints yep. that go off to the side. Well, the one on the right here, it's not the actual tie rod joint there, but it's the where it pivots. Okay. It's got some play in it yet, right. and I think the whole mechanism just needs to be replaced right there. Right. The steering is still sound. Yeah. It's just when you steer it, you'll see a little. It wants to wobble because it's been knuckled out a little bit. Right. It's fine for now. But it might want to be replaced. Just throw at some, some point. thick zip ties on it and call it good. Maybe. I know the zip tie. <laughs> yeah, just throw a zip tie at it. Just put but. some Gorilla tape on it, some zip ties, yeah. and nobody will know. But yeah, so, and I've got your rear brake working. Wow. Milestone. Cheers. Yeah, I know. I was so happy when I got that to work. I still want to bleed it a little bit more. Okay. But it does work. It actually stops. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be bled a little bit more. But I wanted it to sit for a while to see if any more air bubbles could escape. But it fought me. Finally got it. New brake cylinder. Well, it's used, but it works. Brake hey, cylinder on there. It's better than the new ones we were thinking of. Yeah. Yep. So, she's ready to rip. I Hell yeah. Shouldn't be. And I got your new diaphragm in there. and Another little rubber piece. Yeah. So, um, you can put my gas tank bolt back in the gas yep, tank. Yep, I did. <laughs> now that our your exhaust, well, and my exhaust valves are actually in spec now, we might have to adjust the needle on the diaphragm again. Okay. 
Because the field mixture uh, is going to be off. Yeah. The C-clip right. part. So we're going to have to run it, and we'll see how we feel. I know how, I definitely got to do it on mine. How, what would you feel if it's out of spec, just losing top end? Yeah, so it's going to sound like it's hitting a rev limiter at top end. It's Basically, it's just running out of gas. Okay. That's what that needle is adjusting is how much fuel's going through there. That'd be something you figure out, not me. Yeah. I would, if I, only, I feel like I'm hitting top end, I'm just going to shit. I only rode it for five minutes. So I, I noticed it maybe needed a little another adjustment now that the intake is actually proper. And then, um, so I'd, I brought mine in because I was having the same issue. Felt like it wasn't starting very well. So I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but I went adjusting my valves and took out the valve shim and I was like well damn this is the small shim I can get put into it <laughs> I was like ah, I need new valves so I tore the head apart and I was like well I'm just gonna do the rings and stuff might as well I just want to start fresh completely fresh new valves and everything so new top end new piston rings I honed out the cylinder a little bit and anyway so I went to take out the, the old valves put the new valves in. I got Kibble White Black Diamonds in there. So they're not titanium, but they didn't make titanium valves for the Predator, unfortunately. But Kibble White's best valve company out there, along with Pro-X, in my opinion. But I took the old intake valves out, because those are the ones that are giving me trouble on mine. They were shot. <laughs> they were bad. They were the worst valves I've ever seen. Really? They were wore out. They had, they had been used. Hmm. I've never had Players valves go out before so that was so what, the first for me what did your valves and your top end kit run you um roughly 250 dollars okay just curious for future yeah so i bought uh, let's see no it was about 300 bucks but for good shit yeah so i didn't i was gonna put a wise co piston in it but i've had a lot of good luck with namira which they're kind of a, I don't know if they're new or not, but I've been using them a lot lately. They're, I had a lot of good luck with them. So I found a Namira that was on sale for 80 bucks. Otherwise, that was 120 bucks for a piss and a ring. So it was the same price as Wiseco Namira is, but at this point, it was, it was there on actually, sale. Actually, lately, I mean, Wiseco's on like everything. Yeah. They're, but they're, they're the top dog. Lately, I've actually read some pretty bad. Reviews from them. Oh, have you? Yeah. I mean, just shit I stumble upon. Oh, okay. But I personally have never put a, a wise co piston in anything I've had. Maybe a maybe a snowmobile, but I've had no Europe, and then. I mean, maybe it's just them. You know, you either hear could be just you hear two thing. stories yeah. online. You either yeah. hear the great wise co or great parts, or you hear the the bitching. So, yep. so maybe on Saturday we should see if uh, Ryan wants to tag along. Hey, yeah, more the merrier. You think he can keep up? Probably not. But he's got the uh, old Honda 84 TRX The OG? Is it the OG that you ran out oil a couple of yeah. times? Yeah. <laughs> he's got that. And then uh, Ricky's got a Coleman 200 uh, mini bike. He says it's on death trap. Oh, I'm sure. So he can bring one of those two things along. Both yeah. on the 15 inch trail. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. We'll lead good for, content. Lead for him for a little bit, and then wait for him and eat lunch, and he catches up. We'll let him lead, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't get lost. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so now that we're kind of on the trail system again, talking about the trails, um, I was watching, I don't know if you've been keeping up a side-by-side blog lately. I haven't. I actually just watched a bunch of C-Boys. Okay. Well, anyways, the gossip about that is they have been pretty much evicted, well, they're being kicked out. I don't know if they're being evicted or anything, but they're being kicked out of the shop that they're in right now. Oh, that sucks. Which, the 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 rumor is that it's because they've been recklessly driving on that the land that they've been leasing where the shop is and stuff. Oh, where they got the racetrack. Yeah, where that all that's sucks. at. So, um, so I don't really know anything about that yet. And then, so recently they canceled. They had a, they were doing a um like a race tober thingy at their at, yeah, the, at the battlefield property. That, they yeah. canceled that. And then they were doing another drag strip race, this June, this coming June something i don't remember what day it was but they literally just canceled that today and they said for uh, for unknown well they don't they didn't really tell us but it was for circumstances that they couldn't out of their control it was out of their control and then um <clears throat> i also watch another channel well not much i watch i follow them i don't really watch them all that much but they're another channel based in michigan they've been on side-by-side blogs videos here and there but they're called dirt dudes utv here so the guy that uh follows us says i should watch dirt dudes yeah and I, I haven't i've only watched they're another side by side michigan they got like fifteen thousand subscribers um goals anyways <laughs> yeah goals we're almost there we're almost to five thousand five hundred we need more uh five hundred more subscribers would be five thousand but anyways um, that, that's a milestone for us to yeah, itself, really. Yeah, for sure. No, it's been a long two years, but that's we're getting there. Some maker's mark or something. You know, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I they had a podcast today they released, and uh, they got in trouble by the law recently. Hmm. Um, Dirt dudes? Yeah. So... One one time, so one of the members got a ticket, two tickets in Baldwin area from a video that released. Uh, he hit a deer on the trails, oh. and they didn't report it. And so someone called the DNR and told them they didn't report this deer they hit. And then they also did some donuts on the trails in the video. So the DNR came and tracked them down and gave them some tickets. Wow. I didn't realize they could do that. I, I mean, I figured yep. donuts on the trail would be, well, you know, like... It's they, rec- they gave him reckless driving for doing really? it. Really? Wow. In the, yeah, in January. Hmm. And then the deer... He didn't tell me that when I signed up for rap yeah. deck. <laughs> <laughs> and then the deer, yeah, if, apparently if you if a deer does more than $100 worth of damage to your machine, you got to report it. Who justifies the $100, you or the dinner? I don't know. Maybe it doesn't cost me a hundred dollars. Maybe I got those parts laying Maybe at home already. Maybe it's the insurance company. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> it's kind of a bullshit thing, but yeah, you got a ticket for that. And that's what I bought this three hundred dollar bumper for, so I can just roll deer and make around. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so they opened up the Manistee National Forest. Yeah. Well, that's not state regulated. It's federal. Yeah. And apparently, and they didn't know this either, and they got busted bad. But you have to stay on the main roads. 
yep. inside of there. They don't call them trails, they call them roads. Yeah, they're, they're uh, forest service roads. Yeah, and... So they're 25 mile an hour. 25 mile an hour, yep. Yep, yep. so if you go, if they catch you speeding in there, they'll give you a ticket. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. <clears throat> and they went off some other trails. Like, they saw two track trails go just off the roads, and apparently if it's like $50 per something, whatever. So... On that subject, you can go to, because I did this before they opened those roads up, you can go to the Federal Forest Service. I went to the one in Cadillac. It's right by Reamer Eye Center. Yeah. They have maps for the Manistee National Forest, different ones. Yeah. And at the time, it was the four-digit service roads were highlighted. You okay. couldn't drive on, okay. which are the ones they open up now. Okay, so you know, you obviously know more so than I do. About the it. ones that weren't highlighted, the <clears throat> the light gray ones, were yeah. the ones you could drive on. So, like me and my dad, we would drive to golf, yeah. and there was one road we drove a quarter of a mile on because it was a four digit service road. We drove a quarter of a mile on it to go to golf. We're like, well, fuck it. If we get pulled over in this quarter of a mile, we deserve it. But <laughs> we did that, and we drive through it. It literally took us 10 minutes to get to Lakewood on the Green, going through there in our razors yeah. versus the 25 minutes it took us to get there in our pickups <laughs> to go golf. Right. So we did that a lot. But, yeah, yeah. I, the, if you if you want a map, and they're decent. I mean, they're not like the trail maps. You know, they don't yeah. show you everything, but they're pretty good maps. and. I actually kept them in my trucks for a while because, you know, the four-digit service roads, if you get turned around and you pull up, God, I'm at 5404. You can look on the map, where's 5404 at, and it'll tell you. Yeah. And then you have an idea where you're at. I don't have, because I can just ride my own roads here if, if that's what the rules are, but, because it's the same concept, but, well, yeah. that was like the... <laughs> back of my hand right. learning that well you know more than they did i grew up over there you should so. see some of these videos that they they got they got like three thousand dollars worth of tickets because they were ripping hard they destroyed prop well they destroyed land yeah according to the the federal government and then they blew through stop signs and stuff and they were they were traveling excess 50 miles an hour and stuff and yeah but, Which, I mean, you do that in a pickup and it's fine. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. You can drive down those same roads in a pickup at 55 miles which, an hour, which is legal. I've, I've done, well, you've been yeah, with me. Yeah. We've done 55 plus, 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 plus. That's a considered roads. So, I mean, here in Osceola County, where we're at right now, same rules apply. We, you know. 25 mile an hour. 25 mile an hour. I, re I really roads, think, which I mean, I've talked to a lot of people, they should yeah. raise that to at least 35. 35, 40. Most quads can hit 40, but 35 would be a good 35 one. 35 would be good. Yeah. That's a good cruise. Because if you come up on someone, and I I mean, personally even, I've come up on I've come up on a side-by-side -side doing 50, and I've come up on them doing 25, the, the rule followers, and I'd much rather come up on one doing 50 when I'm going 60 Yeah. than one going 25, especially yep. when I'm on a hill or it's, something. It's like, a 30-mile-an-hour difference. Yeah, that's, that's hard on your brakes. Yeah. Especially if there's someone coming in the other lane. Yep. So. I know. Luckily. If I ever get pulled over, it's going to be for speeding. Yeah. 
I, I mean, up. I'm definitely not a runner. I'm not gonna no, run. No, I even on my quad. I mean, yes, I could probably outrun you, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. I got pulled over. Well, he, the reason he pulled me over was he was looking for somebody else that was recklessly driving. But that you knew. Yeah, he pulled me over saying I was speeding, which I was. I was going fifty. You had a track a tire or something. Didn't you? I was working. I was so I had a good reason. I was like, yeah, I'm just my grandpa had a breakdown in the field blah 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 but i was like oh yeah farmer you i understand he's like he's he was really just trying to track down this other guy which it was my cousin i knew he was trying to track down but (laughs) you let him know yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah so far osceola county's been generally pretty generous about allowing us to go a little faster on the roads i haven't had i think i haven't heard of anybody getting in trouble too much in osceola but lake county's a little bit different i think they understand the revenue the, yeah. the side by side spring. Yeah. Or Lake County. I don't. Man, you're going 26 in a 25. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Heck, and that's the only revenue Lake County gets. You'd think they wouldn't be so stingy, but man, I just swear. I swear they're just. Something's different over there, and I don't you understand know, it. I never had any issues. So, well, when I lived over, when I lived with my parents still in Lake County, even in my trucks, I never had issues. Like one night. I was going like 68 miles an hour in the 55 in my pickup coming home from work. Yeah. I went through Bristol ball fields. I'm like, fuck, there's a cop there. <laughs> he pulled up behind me. He followed me for four miles just before uh, eight mile turns into Skookum. And yeah. then he blew my doors off like he had somewhere more important to be. <laughs> he was gone. <laughs> but I thought for sure I was getting pulled over that night. But I think it's just enough he ran my plates and yeah. like, oh, he's almost home, so see ya. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the kind of luck I've had over there. When, as far as running in the DNR officers, I didn't really have any issues because I only drove, like, well, you've seen when yeah. we went trail riding four miles on the roads and I was on the trails. Yeah, I personally so. haven't had any issues because I, I've I've witnessed it. Yeah, uh, I've witnessed it. Me and my dad, we were trail riding on Lincoln. We were on the scenic overlook, and there was a guy in a dune buggy and his wife, and then he had two kids on dirt bikes, and they were going up and down that hill. Yeah. And the DNR pulled them over, and gave him a fifteen hundred dollar ticket because his kids were unsupervised on the trail. He says, "I'm watching them go up the hill." And he said, yeah, but once they peak the hill, you can't see him. And yeah. then he got another, on top of the $1,500 fine, he got like a $200 fine for talking back to the officer. <laughs> and then the officer left, and me and my dad came down the hill, and he's like, man, Lake County is fucking pricks, blah, 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 blah. I don't know how old those kids were, but uh, those kids... I think had... they were like 12 to 13. Yeah, well, there's another rule. Well, they probably you gotta did. you got to be riding with them. Well, they got to have ORV safety certificates as well. They have. He said they had all that. He okay. said the officer, because he wasn't riding with them. Gotcha. They were okay. sitting in their buggy. Yeah. It was a, it was like a dune buggy, like a two-wheel drive yeah. Volkswagen or something. Yeah. He was sitting in it, watching them go up the hill and then come back down. And because he wasn't driving, the machine was off, he wrote him the ticket for 15 That's bull crap. I'm like, dude, that would piss me off. Just stuff like that. Just they just want a reason to write you something. Another time we were in a big group over there. This was a, one of our downtime rides. I don't, I don't think you were with us, but uh, three of the guys in the group didn't have uh, tags. 
Yeah. We were pulled over, bullshit, and deciding which way we wanted to go. We were at, like, the three corners where you could go towards Club 37 or Irons or back to Carryville. And the DNR come rolling through. One's on a Raptor 700 and the other one's on a, a Sportsman 850. Oh. I'm like, they got both ends covered. They yeah. got speed and, and they mud. got four-wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And they waved and we waved and... The guys that didn't have stickers were parked behind us, and they're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> but oh. there was like eight of us on quads and dirt bikes. I'm really surprised they didn't stop to check yeah, us. Yeah, they're probably just... They were just cruising. They rolled through they were and just looking, waved. They and... looking for other stuff, apparently. Yeah. Maybe they were looking for someone. I mean, they cruised through at like yeah. 40 mile an hour. So I wasn't with my dad or my grandpa, but they were riding... And they're following the map, and there's a little, literally the map, the trail came to a dead end for ORVs, apparently, but the road kept going, and that, it was literally a half a mile, and the road the trail for the ORVs started again. So there was a half mile stretch on this road where ORVs could not be on. Sounded like a service road. I don't know what kind of road it was. It's but probably one of them four service me and my dad ran into a problem like that. We were literally cruising along. I mean, we we all speed, so we were going like probably 40. And literally, out of middle of nowhere, four-digit service road. So we slam on the brakes. We're like, well, we can't go that way. So we turned around and went back the way yeah. we came, but go ahead. Well, anyways, I don't know what type of road it was. It, the way it sounded like, it was literally just a paved road that went through, and it just literally just it was dead zone. You weren't, anyways... Like, well, it's half a mile, we'll just risk it. So they went, and they got pulled over. <laughs> and they rolled them a ticket. Probably like, sat there. They probably sat and waited. Yeah, they probably I, knew. Because I think a lot because there are other, uh, there's trails, you know, buggies are obviously going down this road. And anyways, they got a ticket because he was on a stretch of road they wasn't supposed to be on. That's, I, I, I don't understand it, but that, yeah, that's. That's what their ticket was. That would be one of my two reasons to get pulled over. Somewhere I'm not supposed to be, and I'm speeding. <laughs> They're sending it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was riding, now they got them mostly blocked off, but the power lines to, like, uh, it's, excuse me, it's State Road and Frank Smith Road uh, from Luther to Chase. Okay. I decided to Chase Creek yeah. to meet up with some people to eat out. This was a couple of years ago. I was in my 570 Razor. And there was this quad stuck off the trail on the creek. Like, it, it wasn't really, it was like more like a spring. And he flagged me down. He was standing out by the trail. And I said, can you pull me out? I said, yeah, you got a strap? I said, yeah, I'm all hooked up. I just need someone to pull me out. All right. So I were hooking my buggy up. DNR pull up. I don't know if someone called him. He's like, "Do you know him?" I'm like, "No, I just pulled up. He flagged me down. He wanted pulled out. So you better not pull him out. This is your freebie. Get out of jail. You unhook and go. <laughs> We're writing him a ticket for as long as he's stuck in this natural spring." <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know him." So I unhooked <laughs> his strap and I fucking left. I don't know what that dude's ticket was, but. Oof. They were they were counting the minutes he was stuck in that natural spring. Oh my god! I'm like, are you freaking like seriously? Yeah, they didn't want to help him get out. No, 
they like I was hooked like we were pretty much hooked up. I had my hitch on, had the strap on, and the DNR pulled up, and they were on their quads. That's just... like, do you know him? Like, nope. Yeah, that's just the type of. Cause I, I mean, I had to get off the power lines to or off the road to yeah pull him out, but yeah. I wasn't in the natural spring like he was. <laughs> he was in the wildlife habitat. <laughs> yeah. He probably was knocking down cattails. Might have been. <laughs> they don't like that. Have, no. We've had DNR pull up on us because we were riding our own cattail yeah. pond. Oh, shit. It's uh, like, this is pro- property. You get the hell off. Jacob Jacob had that problem with him and Tyler because they would send their Jeeps. When I first bought my house, they were sending their Jeeps to that little swampy yeah. area. Well, the next year it grew cattails, and they were going through it again, and they had issues with the cops. They said... Uh, you're destroying cattails, natural habitat for ducks and shit. And he's like, if it wasn't for us, there would have never been a mud hole here in the first place. <laughs> yeah, we've made this last hole. fall. We made these holes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. God. Like I, yeah, I don't think they got anything out of it. Well, probably they're trying to raise a stink about it. Yeah. I know. I've had riding. I've had good luck with DNR. But with, I've had bad luck with DNR. Well, I didn't get any tickets or nothing, but I was fishing in Minnesota. I'm, I I've heard I, this. I might have, I'm sure I've told this story. but I don't think on the podcast. I've heard the story. So we were on our, an, our biannual fishing trip in Minnesota. I, you probably see me wearing this sweater. I, I wear quite a bit. It's Grand Rapids, Minnesota. We go fishing. And, I didn't know that's where you fished. I've seen the hoodie, though. Yeah, that's where I got it. Okay. That's where we, we fished. And anyways, so we were there for a week. We fish, you know. Some days we catch our limit. We do well. Some days we don't. But this year we did good. We kept we caught our limit just about every day. Of just and there's a big group of you. Yeah. So this year we had a big group of us. There was probably eight of us. So eight of us catching the limit. So what was the limit like? It depends what kind of fish. Okay. Uh, so bluegill, I don't remember. It was like 20 bluegills and blah, 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 blah. We caught as much as we so could. You could catch like 160 fish then. We, we caught probably with the group total, you know, 300 fish a day. Yeah. And anyways, so some people got mad that we were catching a lot of fish in this park that we were staying in. So they called us in. They thought we were going over our limits, blah, which I understand people, you know, some people yeah. do that. Anyways, this happened to be the day we... We're leaving, and uh, the next day, so it's you know it's an eight-hour trip home. So we left at four a.m. <laughs> so, anyways, we got called in that night. They're gonna come. The DNR was gonna come knock on our door the next day. In the morning, but you already left. Yeah, so we left at four a.m. You know, we checked out. So, anyways, <laughs> we get home eight hours later in Michigan. It's it's about noon at this point. The DNR was sitting there. <laughs> waiting for us. It's like That's oh, crazy. They knew where you lived, though. Yeah, they they checked. They called the the campground office. They got all our names and <laughs> and so it, the weird thing was they thought it was suspicious. So Brandon, he changed his last name. Yeah. During this time frame, so. His, you know, his name is now Gingrich, but his last name was something else. Was it a schoolie, it was, wasn't it? It was schoolie. So, 
they thought that was suspicious that his name on the campground was Schooly, but his actual name was Gingrich. Red flag. So, yeah, red flag. So, the next name that that brought up was my name, Jesse Gingrich. I was the only Gingrich in the group. So, they pinned me down because I was the only Gingrich in the group. <clears throat> That's how they tracked us down because they didn't know the other guys' names. Mm-hmm. Of course, we posted pictures of us on Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff, all the fish we caught. So, they tracked us down and... Yeah, they all, they had four DNR officers there. Wow. You guys are serious. Yeah. Surprised the SWAT wasn't blowing through your windows. (laughs) Jeez. They asked us all these questions, blah, blah, what kind of fish were you, you know, we told them, yeah, we caught our limit for the day. Caught a buzz. Caught a a lot of buzzes and stuff. (laughs) And, well, they also have a rule. On top of the limit, you could only have a weekly limit, too, or something like that. Oh. So you can only have, no, it's a freezer limit. You can only have so many fish in the freezer, which is fucking bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, like, we have all the fish, you know, we, we're legal. If you want, want to go count our fish, I'll take you to the freezer, you count the fish. <laughs> so they went and counted the fish. Wow. We were legal. They, didn't, they wasted their time and we didn't get any tickets. <laughs> Bastards. Tracked us down from Minnesota to Michigan. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if your freezer limit changes within the state. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But I didn't know there was such a thing as yep. a freezer limit. Yeah, there is. Yes, there is. I don't remember don't, what the number was. Don't but... check the freezer in the garage. <laughs> All you're going to find is liquor in there. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, man. So that was a joke of the week. I almost went to prison because of DNR officers tracked me down over two states. No, three states. Because <laughs> yeah. we had to cross Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, you could almost miss Wisconsin. You can't. You could, close. yeah. It'd be close, but... Depending on which way you went. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I almost went to school in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. With a guns, guns yeah, gunsmithing. Yeah. I was literally like two weeks away from going. I'm like, yep, I can't do it. The uh, only child in me got homesick. I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I know. It's hard. You do get over it after a month or so. Yeah. I mean, I had an apartment and all that sherry lined up. Yeah. And... No, I understand. I I mean, I kind of wish I would have now, but yeah. at the same aspect, I probably wouldn't be here right now either, too. Yeah. It's true. You never know what would happen. Their uh, graduation rate was 99%. We're hired through a gun company Mm -hmm. when you graduate. And the other 1%, they said, was mostly people that were retired that just did it for fun. (laughs) So, like, pretty much 100% of the students, you know, you'd be working for, like, whether it be your brownie or somewhere. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be right up your alley. Yeah, I don't know, that's kind of one of those things, I was like, that's eh, a fun hobby, I don't know. I understand, those, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm doing now, my hobby, I'm trying to turn it into my job, and, you know, I, I look at it as a job now, too, especially yeah. working on other people's crap, all day, every day, I, I want to work on my stuff. You know, it's, it's burned out by the end I'm burned out, and I, you know, that's my last priority, I gotta get my, my you know, my job Your done. client stuff. Yeah, done. I got to make yeah. my money first. 
So by the end of the day, it's like, damn, I don't want to rebuild my quad. I don't want to work on the Chevalieris. I don't want to put a wheel bearing in the <laughs> riser. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's something I was going to talk about. So this is, my dad brought this up, and I never really thought of it this way, and maybe you haven't either, but he thinks it's cool. He thinks it is cool that, uh, so like you're, you're buying these salvage side-by-sides or trucks. Yeah. And you fix them up. Mostly the side-by-sides is what he's referring to. But you fix them up and then you ride them. You don't really like post them for, you do, but you don't post them for sale right away. You ride them and you work out the kinks. You have it, you fix the obvious. Yeah. Like whatever's wrong with it is stated. Like yeah. The last one, the motor. Motor. Obviously, the motor was shot. Motor was shot. So you fix that, and he's like, my dad just finds it cool that you you trail ride it, you still ride it like it's your own, and then, you know, in this case, wheel bearing's bad. So, like, you make the machine 100% before you sell it. That's my goal, yeah. So my dad just thinks that's cool because he's like, a lot of people would just fix the obvious and post it for just sale and on. ship it. Yeah. But he's like, you know, Jesse, like, like your X3, you know, it's a trailing arm and a rim and shit like that, but, you know, you drove it a little bit and then you found out the radiator leak. Yeah. So, you fix that and then, you know, you put like 1,200 miles on that one, but still, the, the aspects there is, you know, you fix the obvious, but you're still making it 100% with the other shit that's along the way. Yeah. My dad just pointed that out to me and thought that was pretty cool. Well, I got a name I want to carry on. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. People, you, I don't want people thinking Brad Pahalik. Oh, that's the guy that half-asses fixes this stuff and sells it. All you got in this world is your word. Yeah. I mean, you chase the money, but really, all you got is your word still. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's. I how, mean, that's just come, that's coming from my dad who watches. You know, I don't know how many of our yeah, videos he watches, but uh, it's good to hear. I mean, that's how even how. It's even how I even got started on working on clients. Is stuff is word of mouth. Yeah. You know, I worked on your family I, members' stuff, yeah. and the word of mouth got around. I did a good job, and I just thought it was cool. My dad noticed that. I'm like, you know, I never really, you know, I've I've seen it, but I never yeah. really thought anything of and, it. But and another benefit about it is, I basically am riding my stuff for free mm-hmm. and making money doing it, which is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Not many people can say that. I get to ride my yeah. toys for free. Not me. <laughs> so. I mean, if if you're looking for a utility machine that can do it all, I would highly recommend a Can-Am <laughs> Defender at this point. But it's a good unit. I mean, it's a good I even unit. got the good. six-seater, so. Yeah. No, I have no complaints about the Defender at all. I I am blown away every day. I, I trail ride it. I send it at the dunes. After you trail, after you rode that at the dunes, I'm like, this thing is not bad. <laughs> and it's an 800. It's the yeah, 800 that was 800. Out of all of them. If you had the thousand, you probably would have made it up way probably, better. Yeah. Most of the, you wouldn't have struggled. Or if I would have aired bad. out, I never did air out. I was yeah. probably running 14 psi. And I did recommend air out to like five. And I didn't do any <laughs> you didn't of that. at all. No. I wanted to see what she had. I mean, it it impresses me every day. I, I you know, uh, so Defender just keeps surprising the hell out of me. It's a good unit, and if you were to take you know just cruising family rides, I mean, that's what I would take. Yeah, 
maybe eventually when I get the Brappahawk fleet going, I'll, you know, I'll have a ride for everything. Just a cruiser ride for the family, then the dune ride would be like an X3, and then the yeah. Trail of Pig, which would be like Razor. Or if you needed like the ultimate um, support vehicle, like, you know, the cameraman. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I have that. Video, like. Designated cameraman rig. Yeah, the Can-Am <laughs> Defender would be a great Put choice for that. gear in the back and. Cooler, you gotta have your fresh brewskis and oh, we'll yeah. stop the Definitely. A fresh Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> but, no, I, I mean, that thing, for being an 800, it shocks, it shocks me. It really does. Yeah. Bad. But the, I'm not afraid to send it either. Oh no! Like a lot of people. And if it was a thousand, it, you'd be sending it even harder, and you probably would even like it a lot better. I probably would. I probably wouldn't want to trade it in. I drove uh, Jordan Jordan's thousand. I was like, damn, this got punched. It was yeah. just complete different animal compared to yours. I just so now that mine's broken pretty well, I can hit sixty four under its own power, not going downhill or nothing. I finally broke her in, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's the new oil I put in it. It could be. I don't know. <laughs> I put Klotz Racing Oil in that, it. Is that what you use? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's know. good oil. Yeah, I, uh, I was driving it over here one day this year. Um, I hit, I think it's the day I came over just for a minute, a quick minute, and I drove the Defender. I helped you with the roll cage or something. Yeah. Uh, I hit 64. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Normally, you know, it's going downhill or something, but that was coming here. I was actually starting to go uphill on 140th. It's hit it's, it's 64, oh, yeah. and it shocked me a little bit. <laughs> You're like, wow, but, man, where'd this power come from? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have, like, even, like, the guys that, uh, now, I'm on a Can-Am Defender page, a couple of them on Facebook, and uh, the HC9s only hit, like, 59 we're probably so detuned as well. Yeah. They're they're like almost a one thousand CC motor, I think. I I really wanna see what happens when we tune your eight hundred and see what we kinda of lock if, on it. If I still have it. If you still have it, yeah. Uh, yeah, we tuned it and it turned into an XP one thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I I think it it'd be probably a whole new animal tune. It, would. it probably wouldn't even need a clutch kit. I mean, a clutch kit would probably help. I'm it, sure it would but, help. Um, but Dustin, he he actually has a Dino Jet tuner. So there's our Can Am tuner if we want to okay. tune a, a different. So you can just buy a license. All right. The, so are they uh, vehicle specific? Because I thought uh, Brock had a Dino Jet tuner too. He does. I. I don't know this yet. We just need to... Next time we bring your Defender over, I just have to pull Brock's Dino Jet out and see if they connect. Okay. If they do connect, it's fine. Under the hood? Yeah. I, for, I'm sure Players and Canyon has their own freaking connections, so I just... It's, it's, but that's my guess. I don't know. Like, the OB2 connectors, they all are the same. Yeah, but these aren't that. Yeah. I know Honda has their own. I'm pretty sure Players has their own. I don't know about the other companies, but... K&M's out of Canada, so they're probably... Metric has their own. Yeah. But. Well, that's what... Yeah, yeah. K&M, that stands for Canada, America. Does it? Yeah. I don't know why they went with K&M for their... Right, for their ATVs and stuff. I don't know why they went with that... With that sub-name. 
because they got you know Skidoo for snowmobiles, Sea-Doo, jet skis. BRP is the big one. It's the mother company. Yeah. They own all the other stuff, and then there's Evan Rood, which I think they bought Evan Rood, so I, I'm not sure about that. That's for their boat motors. Johnson, Evan Rood, I think those are combo now. Oh, are they? I could be. I, I have so. no idea. I don't know what the. That's like that country song, yeah. Johnson Evan Rood. Oh. Twenty horse Johnson Evan Rood. Maybe that was the old. Maybe could that's old. I think they bought Evan Rood out. I think it's okay. But BRP owns Evan Rood. And I think that's it. They might own some other stuff. I have no idea. According to Cole, back in the 70s, they made dirt bikes. BRP? Yeah. I can see it. I mean... Apparently they got outlawed, but that's according to... That's, that's what Cole said. He said he read it in an article. I mean, they had quads for a while. I mean... I don't think they started making quads until like the 90s. BRP? I could be wrong. I, I need to look this up. Dude, I, I have no idea. But the BRP originated with snowmobiles. Yeah. Skidoo. See the skidoo. Probably yeah. a wave runner. And then sea doos. Yeah. Sea and ski. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Back to like the, the camera gear thing for the, the defender. But I already like. I texted you. You did a really good job doing some B-roll and stuff for that clutch oh, yeah. video. Turned out good. Yeah, that did turn out really well. Uh, yeah, I definitely need a... I definitely want more of that. It just makes life easier. I just kind of guessed on that. Like, well, this would probably look kind of cool. <laughs> I literally so. just told him, I was like, just get some B-roll of me doing stuff or While whatever. You, you were putting the clutch in. I was yeah. just doing random shit. But, I mean... That's a good, like, fill-in, though. They say... Yeah. No, it's good. And they say, for like filmmaking, you'll record, you know, hundreds of hours of stuff, or, or they will anyways, and they'll only use 5% of that, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, it might be something stupid, and it, I might not use it, but it's there if I do want to use it, you know, type of thing. That's kind of how I feel when I'm driving. I'm going to do something stupid, <laughs> guaranteed, every time we go riding, I'm going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. The chance, the chance of being on camera is fifty fifty, because half the time my GoPro don't work or yeah. you're not around when I do it. <laughs> so I, I waited for the mud hole. I'm like, Jesse's coming behind me. He's got GoPro, so we'll be good. But uh, yeah. well, so mad at myself. I this trip, I was me. Like, I'm gonna record as much as I can. It's gonna be good. Which it this Leota video turned out pretty good for what yeah, for yeah. just being mainly GoPro footage. But the thing I told myself, I'm gonna go ahead. And get some awesome B-roll on my camera. And I never did it. I was so mad. I forgot to do it. Well, I don't know. It's just kind of one of those days, though, where it's just fun to ride, though. Yeah. Days. No, I... Yeah. It, it was, was a fun super dusty, though, too, to do that. I mean, we would have... It probably... Just one corner probably would have added, like, an extra 40 minutes right. to ride time. Because you'd wanted the dust to clear before another one came through, I would think. Uh, it probably wouldn't have been... It probably... Probably not. It would have been fine, I think, if everyone just ran through with the dust. But so I don't know about you sport buggies, but about 10 miles in, I'm like, fuck this. I'm putting four-wheel drive. I ran four-wheel drive high all day. Oh, I was in four-wheel drive the whole day, too. Okay. Mainly because my bearing was kind of being weird. Oh, uh, yeah, I could understand It was that. throwing me off. I was like, you know, something ain't right in that three-and-four-wheel drive. Plus, my tires, I mean, I don't know. I. You might have too much PSI in them. No, I was running ten pounds in them. 
Okay. I wouldn't go any lower. On 32s, I wouldn't go lower than 10 pounds. Then you get some shifting because yeah. they're so low. But the carnivores are kind of half wore out, and maybe that's some of it. But Have you tried rotating them? Well, it can't really rotate them. Oh, you're on factory rims, aren't you? I'm on factory rims, so the rims are skinnier in the front. So could break out the old I probably could have breaker and yeah I probably could have just flipped them all and was like screw it but I you know I wasn't really a fan of how the carnivores handled in the dirt yeah they come on a lot of stuff actually X3 DS comes stock with 30 inch carnivores now they're more they are DOT approved they're more of a road hard pack tire they're a mud tire, too. They're considered mud. I wouldn't take them mud in. They clean out well. Well, yeah, they do. That that they do, but they weren't good in the dirt, sand. That was their high rating on a mud tire, is they clean out well. I still want to get them for a mud tire, though. But A good all-around yeah, tire. But, but I rode, um well... The KRX, they come with... That's the first time I ever had a carnivore tire. But they were brand new tires at that point. And even now that I look back, we had to run four-wheel drive on the KRXs in the sand with those tires on it. They did not handle in the they sand well. They just do not like the sand. No, they're not a sand tire. They don't like dirt the tire. small particles. They don't like the loose, loose sand at all. And I've noticed that in the Razor. Like, man, I have no traction. Brock said he ran two-wheel drive the whole time. He's got dirt commanders on it. Those are sand tires. Those are nice tires, though. Yeah. Those are good tires. So. I mean, I think if I would have had power, Bighorns would have been fine in two-wheel drive. I mean, I was doing okay. Bighorns are good. It was mostly the corners where I'm like, fuck this, I yeah. need four-wheel drive. People give, well, a lot of people riding the roads. They was, wear out, though. I would say the majority of people riding the roads, but, you know... It, People give that tire flack because they it's wear a out fast. Good tire. It's, they're a good trail it's a tire. Soft though. compound. Yeah, they're good on the trails. They have a lot of traction. Yeah. Uh, nope, no, no complaints about that at all. I mean, I full send everything, and I haven't had any issues with the Bighorn. If they put, which I they do it for price, but if they put like a third, unlike these, you know, higher horsepower engines, they put thirty inch tires of Bighorns on them. I'd keep them on. Yeah. I just... Now that I've rode it on a bigger tire, finally, I understand why people are doing it. It's, it was a really comfy ride. The For trail riding. bigger tire on yeah. a 14-inch rim? Yeah. Yeah. But if you were to... Uh, which Brock's going to put smaller tires on it. He's going to race his Razor this, this summer at the Mudbog. I see somewhere in Mount Pleasant's doing side by side races too. Really? It's an oval track. Oh, well, this—I don't know what type of track this is. I don't think it's oval though, but back. I think he's gonna put his. It's kind of wore out there, but I think he's gonna put his stock big horns back on it. But I could—I could be wrong. I don't know what he's doing. He's still your dad's. He could do the, You know, he has knockoff big horns. Yeah. We'll have to see how well they they um hold up. So far, we haven't been too impressed. They seems like the lugs are kind of breaking apart, but I haven't really looked at them. Depends on the I mean, he's got nine hundred miles on it right now, almost a thousand, and so I got almost two thousand on ours. His, yeah, so yeah, but you got actual big ones. road miles. Yeah, yours are holding up pretty good so far. Yeah. 
My dad starting to get a little edgy where you can yeah. see I've been driving on pavement, but what we noticed on his right off the bat, like within two hundred miles, his lugs weren't you know, wearing down, they were breaking apart. Chunks were breaking oh. off of it off the so lugs. Like they use a harder compound or I mean, something. Probably they probably did whatever they did. They're I don't know what brand they are, they're Trail Masters. Trail Masters. So they're I think they're a knockoff. Yeah. They look just like bighorns, like exactly like bighorns. Like, they even got the triangles on the yeah, side. They're just different company. <laughs> Darn cat. But, yeah. I thought they were bighorns. Even in the clutch video, I said bighorns, I think. They look just like them. Yeah. They, they still acted just as good as them, traction-wise, you know. Long, longevity is yeah. just probably not there. I'm pretty sure that's why my razor, or that's why my dad's razor beat mine off the start before we did the clutch kit. That's because he had more traction, smaller tires. Yeah. Should have done <clears> it on the paved road. Probably should have, but now that I've seen that some of these YouTube channels are getting hammered down on the law, Yeah. I don't want them to give me give them a reason to give me a ticket. <laughs> private property. I'm on private property. <laughs> Sir, you're on a dirt road. Yeah, I made it my own strip. <laughs> Give me the proof. <laughs> yeah. We'll know when we make it, when we get cracked down on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, none of those were my machines. It all come back on you. <laughs> yeah. We saw you driving a red razor. Uh, uh, it's not mine. Not mine. I don't, I don't know, know who that is. It's not here. You know how many Wyatts are in this area? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and whose machine that is? That is. Best, give him your best friend's name. What's, that's uh, Larry Kissinger's. Name. <laughs> 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 anyway. That's something Justin Dreyer would drive right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Shipton, he's the one that goes to us, so <laughs> throw him out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, this Friday, we're planning on going to the local gravel pit. We haven't been there since or probably uh, March or so. You did the Lazy Boy. <laughs> yeah, which is like March or so. Yeah. I <laughs> sent the quad and fell off of it. Um, so, meanwhile, we're going to go right there. Finally... Finally get the Chevrolet going. Hopefully White doesn't break it again. Yeah, I just won't drive it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so going to do a full send video on the Chevrolet That's kind of the plan. And then we're going to take the my Predator there. It's fully rebuilt. Take my Predator there. Take the Godfather there, too. And uh, I would like to get that. Maybe we'll probably do that Friday. You think in the evening there's a ride at the Gravel Pit? Well, if we want to get more people to there, yeah, it'd have to be after five five thirty. Okay, that's fine. Rebecca's getting her nails done at like two thirty. She said yeah. so. Plus, I would like to get the old stickers off and get the new stickers yeah. on. There's plenty of time. And uh, well, now that the days are longer, it doesn't get dark until nine thirty. Not six thirty. Yeah, we're, not gonna, six... we're gonna go meet at five thirty, and it gets dark yeah. at six thirty. Yeah, none of that. Okay. That's why we couldn't snowmobile hardly ever last year, or <laughs> well, any time, because it gets dark at freaking five, six o'clock. But now, back in summertime, it doesn't get dark until nine thirty. Yeah, that's nice. So that's what 
and that's another thing I... While we're we, trailering it there, I mean, we could theoretically ride there for quite a while. We could ride as long as we want. We could leave there early if we wanted to. Yeah. But that's the reason why, when I was growing up, you know, I'd work my ass off all summer, and after I was done working, you know, it's 7 o'clock at night. We'd go ride at the yeah. gravel pit for an hour or two. We wouldn't get home until 9 o'clock. Well, it was like when I... Well, initially I started hanging out with Eric. Well, we always hung out in elementary. Yeah. And then I started hanging out with you at the farm, doing helping him with chores. I think that's how we became friends. Was yeah, I'd is. help Eric with chores, and oh, Jesse's over there shoveling feet under the conveyor. I'm like, well, who's Jesse? <laughs> and then we started hanging out doing that, and. Zombies and shit like that. And I started playing video games together. Yeah, and then, then I this? rode the, uh, guys like, well, let's go riding. And I'm like, well, I don't got nothing to ride. And I think it was Brandon's old yeah, trail, trail boss. boss I drove. Probably. Old white. Yeah, white white and, and red one. Yeah, white and red. Yep, that was, a, that was a good quad. Yeah, I drove that a couple times with you guys. And then my dad bought the Sportsman, so I borrowed that. And we... Go riding, and yep. that's kind of how we became friends, was through Eric. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, because, hell, we went to the same school our whole entire life. I mean, we both went to the same school. We never school. just... We just never hung out. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's kind of funny how me and Eric always hung out. He'd come over at my house on Pine Road, and we'd play video games. Yeah. 007, kick ass and everything. Yep. <laughs> I knew everything was that. Yep. Only was... child, I... I studied that game. I knew where everything oh, was I, at. Yeah, I know. I've played that for the first time <laughs> in my life, and why I knew where all the hiding spots were. Like, hiding spots. Geez, I couldn't get a freaking guns. kill. You shoot these ammo boxes, you get more ammo because they multiply. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, well, I was best friends with Case and all through uh, middle school. It sounds like he's doing pretty good for himself right now. He's started his own business. Yeah, I I talked to him last summer for a bit. I saw him, but yeah. Guy at work asked me if I knew anybody that did driveways or. Like, well, yeah, I, I know a couple people, but I gave him a case and screenshot of his Facebook thing, and yeah, he contacted him. So, so hopefully that works out. Good. Try and promote my buddy's businesses best I can. Definitely, yeah. You need to support this local businesses. That's for sure. It definitely helps helps everybody. I tag you and shit. People are like, "Hey, you know anybody working on stuff?" I don't know. Do you get my tags? I tagged uh, in something the other day. I don't remember what it was. I generally do. I get I get tagged in so much shit lately. I just <laughs> I I sometimes don't get through it all. The important shit I tag you in. The funny shit I just send to you. <laughs> yeah. Generally, how that goes for me. So if you get tagged in something, it might be money lucrative for you. <laughs> well, I'm actually, I'm actually caught up right now. Um, I got the dirt pit bikes finished. I got my stuff finally finished, other than the razor. Got my shit finished. Got yours finished. That was a priority. Um, so wow, I got yours done. Took priority, huh? Yeah, you and the pit bikes took priority, <laughs> and then I got my stuff done. Um. I don't always have to take priority, but you can get some <laughs> no, of your I wanted, shit done. I wanted it out of the garage. It needed to be done. 
It was on jack stands. <laughs> it was on jack. It was stands. in the way. <laughs> it's right in the middle of all the bays. Yep. Yep. Well, one thing I could talk about briefly, um, this this stupid Panda Pioneer. It's still trying to sell it. Well. At the Co- moment, no. Co-sign, sell it. <laughs> at the moment, no, because um, I went to go start it and move it to get prepped. Someone was going to come look at it, and I started it, and it started making a weird noise in the low end, and then it just stopped running. Oh. And this has been an ongoing problem for a while, With as in it's been starting hard. It's been burning oil, and... So, valves. That's what everything... (laughs) (laughs) No, well, to backtrack a little bit. So, this guy brought me this Honda Pioneer last year, saying it had codes coming up. So, figured out the codes. Had bad bad sensor, fixed that. Had the oil in it was shit. Someone put the worst oil in it possible. Which we learned that just bad... Voodoo altogether. Yeah, it makes a difference. In power sports, Huge difference. you need to put the right oil in it. And, Huge difference. And this Honda is a automatic transmission. It has torque converter and stuff in it. And it runs, it needs specific oil. And this particular unit, the motor oil and the transmission oil, they're, they're shared in the same system. It needs a particular oil. So I put that in it, you know. And then, <clears throat> in doing so, started some other problems because... I think someone was running thicker oil in it because it was burning oil to begin with. And it was starting hard. And before he gave it to me, it's he's gone through three or four starters. So it's been starting weird. And that's another reason why he brought it to me because it wasn't starting right. So I was like, well, did all my tests. And like, well, for one, it has bad compression. has blow-by. The valves were way off. I I was like, it probably needs a rebuild. So he's like, well, okay, just make it right. So I did my top-end rebuild on it. You know, it's all good. And um, still was starting very hard. So I tore off the starting mechanism, and I found a bent. Uh, they call it a torque gear. It runs off the starter on the Honda. So for whatever reason, Honda's running a very small starter on this 700. It's a seven, Honda. It's a 700, so... Um, running a very small starter on it. It's a single cylinder, and so it's a huge piston. And I found... I didn't realize the 700s were single. Yeah, it's a huge piston. It's the massive. Eight, the uh, Defenders just went, when they switched out the 800 for the 700 and 900, 700 is also a single cylinder. Really? That's yeah. that's interesting because, the just to get briefly off topic, the 570 Quad Outlander... It's a, a two-cylinder. two-cylinder V-twin, 570. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. But, and then the Razor 570 is a one-cylinder. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there's 700, it's a one-cylinder. Yeah, K&M likes their V-twins, and and Players likes their inline. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Anyways. Back, back to the 700 back, Pioneer. Yeah, so anyways, so, so I f- also found out that the one-way bearing that starts everything was bad. Replaced everything, fixed, fixed some issues. It's still starting pretty hard. So, um, it, anyways, it was running, and I, was, I, I, the buyer was sick of working on this thing, and he didn't like it anymore. So, we've been trying to sell it for the last 
five months or so. Um, of course, the winter time here in Michigan is the worst time to sell anything just about because no one wants to ride or buy or any to they don't want to ride or buy or get any side by sides in the winter time. It's just a be, it's just a dead period. So anyway, springtime comes around and <clears throat> all the people I'm getting a lot of a lot of people texting me and stuff, emailing me that they you know they're interested in the Pioneer. So I'm getting a lot of interest in it so I started up the other day to get it to make sure everything's in, in spec because I had some people that wanted to come look at it and wanted to go wash it up and another problem came up and I had this problem to begin with or I had this hunch that this is probably a problem to begin with but I think the crankshaft or something in the low end is bent or broken and it finally just like a bearing, maybe. Yeah, something. Cause it's been starting hard. It's been I've it's go. No, I'm not joking. It's gone through six starters in the last year. Wow. And I thought I just had a lot of bad luck with starters, and he didn't want me to. Which I understand. You know, he's got to spend money. He already spent money on a whole new top end, cause I fixed. To briefly backtrack another time, this engine that's in this Honda Pioneer is not original. It's already oh. been replaced by another shop. They, a reman. they threw a reman in it. And when I got to it, this is the worst job I've ever seen a reman build ever. I mean, everything was... I don't think they even remanned it. It looks like they maybe replaced one part in this entire engine and just called it good. Huh. The rings were shot. The piston was bad. It was scored. The valves were shot. Ugh. All the seals were bad. The the Like I said, the... um. The torque gear for the starter was bent. It had a wobble in it. The one-way bearing was shot. This engine they threw in this Honda Pioneer was complete garbage. It was either produced on a Monday morning where everyone's hung over or a Friday at 4 o'clock yeah. at closing time. So I don't know what the hell they did, but they threw a shit engine in it. So this guy, because he blew up his engine to begin with. <laughs> and to backtrack another time, the Honda Pioneer 700 engine is garbage to begin with this is the worst engine i've ever seen honda build anyways they're usually good with their engines. they're usually good well their small yeah. engines are usually good i've had there's thousand engines i've heard are pretty decent but kind of the in between i've heard a lot of flock about them but anyways so um i'm fixing all these bad issues that i've found on this and then now I'm to the low end. The whole top end is new. Now it's time to get to the low end. And I, I text them. I was like, dude, you need to contact the shop. I know you don't want to throw any more money into this. I don't want to work on it anymore. But we, you got a, a lemon engine. They gave you shit. I think he only paid 500 bucks for this engine. So, I mean, that's probably some of his fault, too, because that's cheap for an engine. But, yeah. anyways. Usually a couple grand plus a core. Yeah, well, freaking Razor Core. Or our Reman Razor engine, like I was gonna put in, is like five thousand dollars. A Reman X3 engine is forty five hundred dollars. Yeah, so I know because I looked at the yeah. X3 motorsport. So he got a shit. <laughs> they want a core. I'm like, God, yeah, yeah, no, I don't think they'd be happy if I sent them an eight hundred twin core for a triple <laughs> X3 motor. Yep. Well, that's why I didn't reman my engine because I had no core to send back when I did the razor. But 
So I, I texted him. I'm still waiting. I, he said he's going to call them and blah, 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 blah. So Honda Pioneer's sitting again. So I'm going to see what they want to do, but I might offer them $5,000 for it and just buy it from them. Dude. Oh, what's that? XRC, that bitch. XRC. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. Ch- no. <laughs> this Honda thing. It, it, no, it ain't It's happening. not even a CVT, is it? No, it's, it's not a CVT. No. I. That'd be a pain in the ass to make it a CVT. I've never driven a thousand, but this Honda Pioneer is probably one of the worst side by sides I've ever driven. I got another guy I work with. He it's is, horrible. He has a Pioneer 1000 that he loves. So he says he can do about 70 mile an hour in it. Which I don't I, believe I thought it. was sad because my 800 does 64. I do not believe he did 70 miles an hour in that thing. Because the 700 only, it, it will not go over 40 miles an hour. Wow. That's how slow it is. Hmm. It might do 45, but it is not doing I could be wrong. It might have enough power to do it, but Maybe the seven hundred does not. Hill. The seven hundred does not do forty. It does not do over fifty. That's sad. My Razor five seventy did fifty nine miles yeah. an hour. It has an automatic transmission, so it uh, has three gears. It tops out at forty five. I've rode in the Honda. I don't like how they shift the Pioneer. They're like a you're in first gear. You're in the neutral. Yep, and then it shifts to second. You're in second. <laughs> You're in the neutral. It's not a smooth shift. You're in the unit. third. It's not smooth at all, and it's a bent. It looks like a you know spunky sporty side by side, but it's not. And this is a. I'd say like the looks are comparable to like a commander. Yeah, it kind of does. This one is a four seater. It's a it, the, the concept seats. concept is cool. Yeah, so it has flip up seats in the bed. So it's like a hybrid, kind of. I thought those were cool. It's cool. Wow. I like the concept. My uncle has one of those. I think it's this one I rode in. I think his is a 1,000. Okay. Five-seater, I think. They all flip up in the back. Yeah. But this shit, this probably only has like 20 miles on it. They don't ever ride that oh, thing. jeez. They had it when I bought my 570. Damn. So it's probably one of the first models. Probably like a 2017. I've tried to get them to go on trail rides. They won't go on trail rides. I'm like, why do you like, have it? She's like, I don't like dust. I'm like, so lead. Like, let's go yeah. ride the double yeah, store lead. and you can lead. Well, she's like, oh, I, I don't trust you and your dad. You'll pass us and we'll be in dust. I'm like, well, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. I might pass yeah. in a mud hole or something. <laughs> but, yep. And then the. It never leaves their property. Yeah. If it does, it goes up to my would be my grandparents. Oh, four mile road in Reed City, but and then they got bench seats, which I d- find very uncomfortable. They're not like a Canon Defender bench seat, you know. They kind of hug you. They're almost like a hybrid bench, uh, bed bench seat. But so my yeah. seats for the Defender are probably the most comfortable, besides like the Limiteds. But the uh, lower models didn't come with the seats I got. I have a upgraded. Interior. Oh, okay. Like the DPS models come with like bench style. Like really, like Rigid. mine's bench, but it's comfy. It's like comfy. Gel. It it's is like a gel. Seat. It's a comfy bench seat. The uh, 
DPS models, like what Kyle and Brittany got, theirs is more like the Ranger style fantasy. Oh, okay. It's just hard. Yeah. And not comfortable. And those are horrible. The it, ones in the Rangers are horrible. It's like sitting on a lawnmower. Seat. Yeah. Yeah. They told me, they're like, oh, if you ever trade your model in, you want to swap our seats? <laughs> no, I can't do that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what's going on with that. So I'm just waiting to hear back and <sighs> we'll see what he wants to do. It's just like it's just one thing after another. At this point, I've almost replaced every part in this stupid engine because they got a bad engine. It's just it's been shit. <laughs> it's been <laughs> horrible. I feel bad because I can't, you know. I told him, you know, this is the problem, and this is the problem, and this is the problem. Oh, here's another problem. Oh, here's another problem. Oh, by the way, this engine is complete garbage. So That'd be tough news to hear. Yeah. It was just one thing after another. It sounds like he's being cool about it, though. I mean, as cool as you can be about it. As cool as you can be. I'd be pissed. your engine shit. Yeah. And the thing is, the first time I looked at it, and I told him, it's like, this is a shit engine. I could just tell. I don't know what it was about it. It just, something was about it. It was not, something was not right. He's like, well, just fix, fix this issue for me. I was like, okay, I will. And he brought it back a week later. Yeah, this is a shit engine. I told you. It was fix a different issue. Fixing another issue. So, take it back to the dealership that put the motor in. Yeah, the thing is, uh. He bought the engine on the internet from somewhere out west, so they. Sh- oh, uh, so he just took it somewhere and had it installed. Yeah, so I and I don't know, I don't know who did the engine install. So he bought an engine, he took it somewhere t- for them to do the engine swap. And I don't know, I'm not sure who did it. Hmm. That I don't know, but is it a local guy? I think it was someone local, kind of small in Luther area, but I'm not sure who it was. He lives in Luther. Okay, so he's a local guy yeah. then. And he went to Peacock to get some things f- fixed on it, and you know, last year it was crazy, and it still is, but the wait, you know, it was three months out or something, and they saw him on my post on Facebook, and that's why it came to me. And hmm. It's been a downhill ever since. Could have been something I shared. Could have been. Friends with a lot Someone of shared something, and he saw the post, so. He's been good, he's Given my info to other people, and they've had a lot, you know, that, uh, that, uh, Players, uh, Explorer, or whatever it oh, was. Oh, yeah. That was what some guy he knew, and some other people he's had brought over. The guy I work with asked if that's for sale. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. He's got one, and just... Oh, yeah. I've had some drama with the pit bikes, too, from, not the guy you work with, but his son, I think. Because I worked on um, that Honda motorcycle from the yeah, guy the you big, work with. The big V. The big man. one. Yeah. And then I think it was his son brought in, brought those pit bikes. For me oh, to work okay. On. Anyways. Ugh. <sighs> okay, so. <laughs> Depending on which son, he said one of his sons a moron, so. Well, <laughs> I don't think they listen, but. I'm not going to say too much, but I just, 
So he wants me, he dropped them off. He's like, fix these as cheap as possible. It's like, okay. I Okay, we'll see what. So he bought, his, now that I know now, long story short, um, his daughter bought them. Well, I don't know how old his daughter is. Spent her own money on these things. And if I was the parent, I would have told the daughter, no, we're not buying these pieces of crap. Mm-hmm. Both bikes, one was seized up. The other one didn't run half the time, hardly. The Honda seized up? The Yamaha was seized up. Oh, the Yamaha was? Yes. Oh. <clears throat> the chains and sprockets are, are locked. I mean, they haven't been ran in a while. Chains, they were shot. They're, the chains were seized up. The, you know, they didn't, the tires didn't even spin. That's how seized up the chains were on them and stuff. Yeah. And they were on their way home from buying them. They stopped somewhere. And someone stole them off of their trailer or whatever. They drug them down the road and whatever. I. They somehow got them back months later. I don't know if they got insurance money out of them or not. I doubt it. I don't know. It didn't sound like they did, which would suck. But probably like a Facebook post or something. something they got the bikes it. back. The Yamaha, the whole rear end got destroyed. Their tire was shot. You know, I. <laughs> it was rough. So, anyways. He, the, the dad of this daughter, which he's like in his 30s. He's not maybe late 20s. I don't know. He, you know, he's not. That's how old he is. Yeah, he's our age. He's our age. So the Yamaha was seized up. So he threw this, he called it a miracle oil down in it. Got it to crank over. Got it to not. Probably a Lucas oil. I, it probably was. <laughs> and I looked at it. It was. The darkest oil I've ever seen. It's like, well, there's... Okay, so it worked. You got it unseized, but this oil needs to go. These bikes run off of wet... These bikes are wet clutches. They cannot run off this bit oil. They Honey oil. You will ruin the clutches. So there's, you know... So I did oil change, and... Anyway, so I, I inspected them all, and I figured out what I needed to do. And so I gave them a... You know, the Honda needed rebuilt. The top end was shot. Had zero compression, compression, and the other bike needed chain sprocket, a new carburetor. That carburetor was missing parts, and blah, 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 blah. Gave him a whole parts list, how much it was going to cost. I had it detailed out through a text. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, if he was to, if he were to do the, because I wanted to do a top end rebuild on the Honda, but, and it, so if he were to do that, I quoted him seven hundred dollars in labor for both bikes, and it was roughly like two hundred and fifty dollars worth of parts. It's about a thousand bucks. So it was a little over a thousand bucks, or around that. Yes. It's like, oh man, I can't do that. I don't have that much money. Whew. I can't rebuild the Honda. I was like, okay. I I was so confused of why he was what he was even saying. Is this the chain and sprockets? Yes. Just put new chain and sprockets. Yes. Yeah, just put new yeah. chain sprockets on it. Clean the carbs. We'll deal with it later. It's like, what does that even mean? Anyway, I follow him. Like, okay, the Honda is not going to run. You have no compression. I can't get it to start. It has like it had like thirty or fifty compression. And you said it needed side. like hundred and seventy. It was spec to be a hundred hundred seventy, hundred sixty, yeah. hundred seventy. I mean, yeah, it would run. The Honda, I mean, it would start at 130, you know, that's, that's normal for a four stroke. 
So I did what he wanted to do, and I was like, man, I cannot let this leave here without it starting. So like, I'm just gonna work, try to work my magic. So I threw some fire, I flew a starting fluid in it, and we got it to start, and the Honda, and it smoked like a chimney. And that's another thing. I looked at down the exhaust pipe, and it was pure wet oil down the exhaust pipe. So it's been burning oil. It's like. Here, here's another reason why it's, you need a new top-end rebuild. Your rings are shot. And <laughs> he just did not understand, I don't think. He's like, and, his, and he said he got to start when he bought it, too. He told me that. I was like, okay, I doubt it, but I'll take your word for it. I, I, I don't see why you'd lie to me that it started. He somehow got to start. Uh -huh. Well, I got to start with some starting fluid. It ran like shit. But after it kind of warmed up, it started to run a little better, and... Kind of after that, it would start after without starting fluid. So the Honda had has sticky rings. So the rings were sticking because they've been sitting for so long. And uh, so anyways, so it still needs new top end rebuild, but the Honda will kind of run and blah, blah, blah. So I told him I got this bike's finished. I got all the parts done. And I was like, so here's what the total is. It was like. $800 for everything for two bikes. So $400 a piece for tuning, valve job, blah, 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 blah. For like another 400 bucks, he could have had it rebuilt. No, I quoted him 200 bucks for a rebuild. Oh. These small engines are so easy to rebuild. It would have taken me two hours. <laughs> Not even, it would have taken me two to three hours to rebuild this engine. And I get, was going to give him a deal because I wasn't doing the valves at the same time. So. While I was doing a valve adjustment, I could just split the engine apart. It, it would have been so easy. But no, he didn't want to do that. Well, what I come to find out is that he didn't understand the text. He thought I quoted him $400 to do a rebuild on top of the parts. Where in, in, you know, in fact, it was something else. And then I told then so he thought... He thought it was going to be $800 total to do the rebuild and everything else. Where, in fact, that was the price I told him it was 800 bucks without the rebuild. He's like, what the heck? That was the same price as was the rebuild. I was like, no, it was 1000 bucks to do the rebuild. It was this price for <laughs> everything else. And you still have a shit running dirt bike because you didn't want to do the rebuild. It's like, yeah. oh, I didn't understand. That's what you meant. Like, I, I laid it out. It was a nice graph. I had everything. It was all added. I had a toll <laughs> at the bottom. I had the labor separate and everything. It was my estimate. And so, anyways, we had some drama. So he's coming to get his bikes. He still didn't want to do the rebuild. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a stressful week <laughs> with the Honda and the two pit bikes. I do that. And uh, here I have my best friend that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why Your uh, things needs fixed. All right, let's fix it. <laughs> it needs to be done. Send it. You know damn well I'm going to send it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was my drama with Shop Life and... So I'm caught up and I need more things to work on, but 
Man, after the, the last two weeks, just working on clients. Sounds like we need to send your predator and break it so you can fix your own shit. I, I, there's nothing else to fix on this predator. I've seen this predator inside and out. I don't want to fix anything else on it. I'm just at the, it's, I'm almost at the eBay point where it's like I'm done with dealing people's bull crap. <laughs> but I potentially have a golf cart. Excuse me. I potentially have a golf cart coming in with a predator motor. Someone did a motor swap on it and put oh, a predator engine in it. Not not a player's predator, but a yeah, two twelve uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, it was a you know, Harbor Freight Predator motor. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was specifically. I still think it. about that CBR six hundred R motor. <laughs> yeah. Like man, I, don't know. I should ask him if he wants to trade some bullets for it. I got some forty five ammo. But then I need a quad frame. Yeah, well, it's like, do you want this motor? It's like, well, yeah, I always want a motor. <laughs> he said you got it running, so. Yeah. The smash dirt bike, or not a dirt bike, smash road bike, 600 RR CBR. It's a Honda Crotch Rocket. I'm sure it's spunky, but I was like, well, we can throw it in the power wheels, but at this point. You're just gonna have to wait because <laughs> I don't have that type of type of funds to same. do something fun for. So that's the same. Yeah, bolt. it's like eh, I could throw her in the Predator and make it a six hundred RR. Yeah, <laughs> my motor runs good still. Oh, uh, that'd be uh like what? Are you really sure you want to do this? <laughs> Let's give no. me a project. No. <laughs> In my head, yep, sprocket lines up, weld it, <laughs> send, send it. Probably <laughs> <sighs> well, be a lot easier to find parts for that motor than the motor I got. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, I guess it's getting late. Probably have to, yeah, she's have to a, end her down. She's going to be a long podcast. Solid. Solid two hours. Yeah. All right, this is the Brapaholics Podcast, episode 25. I'm your host, Jesse, and here, here with Wyatt. Had a really good time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can check us out at Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. You can also head head down to com for any merchandise or parts and accessories for your side-by-side. And, and side-by-side, yeah. quads. I mean, we don't discriminate. Uh, no, no, no discrimination whatsoever. We send it all. So... We try. We try to. Send we try it to, all. but sometimes it sends us. <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next podcast.